Previously on Unbalanced Encounters. It really speaks to your character, being able to pull through. And I think about who I don't want to be and the situation that I don't want to put the people that I love in. There is no other choice. I have to try. Girl, I want to come over there and smack you upside the head. We do not do it for other people. Would you regret not doing this for you? Guard kicks the door in. <laughs> we got we got a lead on some nonsense going on within the city. Follow me. And he just turns, open, unlocks the door. And we cut. Alistair takes a step back, reaches for the glaive on his back, and blood red vines burst out of his wrist and we see someone step out of the shadows. He is wearing mahogany colored splint mail underneath blood red vestments. You are all always destined to lose this war. It was foolish of you to go against the whims of the Empressar. Collect all of your things we need to leave here. Does anyone actually know where we're going specifically? Well, I had a I had a dream. Hello, one and all, and welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the only show that dares to ask, where have all the mothers gone now? I'm your host, Patrick Perini. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hello. 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 That was the best. <laughs> that was my favorite one. It's incredible. Um, I'm just I'm just checking out the new studio Patrick uh, set up for all of us with his big CEO of new social media money that he made. Yeah, right. If you guys were ever wondering... <laughs> Patrick is a big uh, CEO for new social stuffs that just came out. Not not any particular one. Just you know, <laughs> keep an eye out for it. What are you talking? About? <laughs> what are you talking about? Keep your keep your ear to the ground, dude. We do not. We. I want to be very clear. We do not have secret money coming in for this fucking show. Like we're broke as fuck. Like, we got some patrons, Listen. and they're doing they're doing the most out there right now, and we love them to death, and we'll name them all at the end of this fucking episode. But like, I just, I just want people to. I just want people to Google search like what no, but Craig said, work. Yeah. <laughs> but Craig said on the podcast, Patrick. We are going to do something uh, just a little different. We, the audience, start this episode in a place far away from our main characters. The camera settles in on an imperial palace in the southern reaches of Astilla, marble spires gleaming white in the morning sun tower over the small red tiled roofs of Altair. 
and we draw in to a window of an office in one of the uppermost floors. And we see a man in his early 70s seated at a large and imposing desk. He has a weather-beaten face, dark, caramel-colored skin, ridged with wrinkle and age, and he is wearing blood-red vestments. He is poring over books, maps, ledgers, until a knock on the door. Come in, come in. Whatever it is, make it quick. And the door opens on a young man, perhaps in his early 40s, but in fit shape and clearly a man who takes care of himself, a half-orc, blue skin, small tusks, well-coiffed hair, blood, red, vestments. Yeah, excellence, I uh, have an update on Operation Blue Beetle that I thought might be interesting to you. (sighs) Of course it would be interesting to me. You're interrupting me in the middle of some work. Could you please get on with it? Of course, Your Excellence. Not a problem. I wanted to let you know that we succeeded in apprehending one target. That is some of the good news. The bad news is that the Lord Governor got away. He has gone into hiding. My sources tell me we will likely be able to track him down. Our asset has gone into hiding as well. We're not sure where. (sighs) When will these Agravarian... Imbeciles realize the futility of their actions. And the half-orc gives a deferential, if vague, gesture. You said there was other good news. Go on. Uh, Yes, sir. There uh, has been a development. You see, the automaton for Project Rally has been found. And I believe we know why he has been unlocatable. You see, sir, he has been... Discovered without the faceplate affixed to him before being delivered to rally. And Isaac, I actually need something interesting here. I'm going to ask you real quick for a stealth check. Flat. Uh, uh, if you have disadvantage from your armor, go ahead and apply that disadvantage. Oh, you got it, bud. I was like, no way I can roll lower than that. And I did. That's a three. Ooh, incredible. <laughs> Importantly, Isaac, you remember being seen by the man in red vestments. You were very clearly observed and associated with your compatriots. And I don't think you think anything of that, right? I think that you know you're already on a list with many of them. You know that you're already wanted. You know that you have been publicly associating with them for some time and in prominent ways. I don't think you really consider that. And the man behind the desk snaps his head up and we catch a glint of emerald eyes piercing and defiant and he says that's not possible nothing could have removed that magic he must have had outside help was he traveling alone 
half-orc. Straightens. Pauses for due consideration and says, To the best of my knowledge, yes, your excellence. He was traveling alone. I'm gonna cry. It's gonna be fine. It's always don't even worry about it, guys. We're all invincible. You guys know who that is, right? No. Okay. (laughs) Way, 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 way back. Remember when we started the game? Mm Mm-hmm. And Isaac was getting letters from somebody. Oh, is it the High Scepter? That's what I'm thinking. The old guy, the seventy-year-old. The old guy is the High Scepter. Uh. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. As the camera pans away from Altair, we join our party two days into your voyage into the desert. And for want of a more specific direction, you all have been heading toward a small outpost town that Rami Waldeck indicated would be a good place to quietly resupply and seek more specific information about the northern deserts and where you might find these ruins from June's dream. And on the morning of the second day, when you should be arriving at this location, there is nothing there. Like it's just sand? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Can I do a like survival check or something to see if there's any evidence of something that used to be there? What is supposed to be here? Well, God, just like everything else we've seen so far, sand. More and more sand. He just turns to Rami like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> What's the result of that survival check? Uh, 16. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing. I was going to ask if I can dig. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check. I will help, June, and I'll just turn my hands into essentially shovels. Give her advantage. I start, like, splashing uh, sand all over Rami and Isaac as I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) That's a fantastic image. What's that roll? 21. On a 21, investigation, and a 16, survival. You both find nothing. Not a footprint. Not a bug. Not a twig. Not a scrap of pottery or wood to suggest human occupation at any time. And the sand that guard is throwing all over you and your hodgepodge little caravan is made of perfect crystalline glass what if the sand isn't burying things what do you mean like what if stuff is turning to sand there would be stuff here 
Should we keep going? Well, I mean, nothing here to, to check on. Everything's gone or never was here. Uh, Isaac raises his eyebrows because I forgot this is an audio podcast. <laughs> well, it happened to the people. They just turned to sand. Everything just turned to sand. Just poof. Well, if the god really is devouring things and the desert is encroaching on everything, maybe this is the evidence of that. The excrements? It pooted out uh. sand? <laughs> I feel like this is um, almost like, you know, when a spider sucks out the juices from a thing and leaves uh, just a husk. This right. and Safra's going to pick up a big bunch of sand and let it run through her fingers. This is the husk. This is what is left. Can I look at Rami and see how she is taking this information? Go ahead and roll me an insight check, actually. Natural one. She's fine. All right, Joe. Well, <laughs> standing around in a bunch of god shit, and uh, I think we should mm-hmm. continue our journey. For if they've gotten this far south, I think we'd be more shocked and not finding this stuff if we go further north. But I, I guess that's our only option. Uh, god, does does your does your deity have any? I don't know. Special god chit chat group chat going on do send you send demoiselle a text yeah guard has been pushing sand into like a little pile <laughs> and trying to sort of make a sand castle like a sand bathhouse kind of but it's really dry and it keeps sort of crumbly kind of looks up really quickly what i could use the axe to see if there is death nearby but i don't know if that's how it works this is not how this item works and you know that um i will uh conceivably let you do something fun here uh i will let you make the better of an insight or an arcana check at advantage let's do insight guard doesn't know anything about man that's a natural 20 oh nice Guard is going to take out the cleaver of mortal coil. He is going to uh, slam it and sort of grind it into the sand. And he is going to attempt to activate it. And then as that little eye socket kind of appears, he's just going to look through it and see what he sees as he looks at the desert through the eye socket. Guard, you see the threads that typically tendril out from the bottom of this axe probe at this crystalline glass, searching for souls, searching for bonds to the hereafter. And finding no purchase, they dissolve into the sand. If there was any death that had occurred here, it is pretty safe to say It is as if they had never existed. And Rami sort of shakes her head and she says, I'm sorry, I I must have been mistaken. I don't know what I was thinking. I have been through this corridor so many times. There's nothing here. I don't know what I could have 
Rami, I'm so sorry, but and I'll give her like a quick little punch in the arm. I want to extract aspects from her. I will give that to you. I mean, we're building up to your sixth level here. I will give that to you on an insight check if you want. Yeah, let's. I'd like to see what's going on with her bonds. Uh, 22. You kind of go in and, you know, you know how to activate this on a little... And you kind of pop her on the shoulder. She flinches a little bit and... Wire frames out. And you see the polygonal point of her shoulder kind of recoil from your punch... And the bonds in her mind and in her body tethering out into the world encircle a hole to this place. A hole? Something's missing. You're missing something, Rami. You're missing the memory or something. What, what, what are you talking about? There's like a... I know I was wrong. You don't have to rub it in. No, like, it's like not there anymore. Like, there's a disconnect in you. I don't particularly think I was drunk. I don't think I'm drunk now. I don't think you were. When I was talking to Trent, she was saying that the god that we're going up against might be dissolving or eating certain memories. It's eating more than individual memories there is nothing here Uh, is it that maybe it's it took away this place remember when we were in the bathhouse and gambal kept saying that if need be he had methods of just destroying our entire existence what if it's like that i think this is different there is no anything here he's gonna take our little string rope things and just chuck them off but there still would have been a string. Guard's right. These aren't severed connections. They are obliterated. They are connections that never were. But they were, were. They just now not were. Yes. They, they, they used to were. And when you say that, Isaac, we are going to drill in. And I want to go around the table one by one. And as you're contemplating the metaphysics of this fucking problem, I want to know what each of you are immediately scrutinizing. Because the most natural thing in that moment would be to reflect on your own memories and assure that you still have them. And I want to start with Isaac. Isaac, what would you go to if your memory was being called into question to ensure that it was still stable? Oh, God. Definitely the uh, creation of Rally, just the founding of Rally, who he founded it with, because he hasn't seen them. He hasn't seen his friends in a while. We take a momentary flash back to the first night under the Elderwood canopies in the midst of one of the worst storms that the three of you had ever encountered in your lives. And most of it plays out as we're familiar with. Most of it plays out with... Isaac finding this canopy of trees, this momentary dry spot, Dale following shortly behind to ensure that it's safe. Something is different. Katarin is struggling more than we've seen her struggle in the past, and Dale 
occasionally has to help her move through the space as she now not only has one arm and one eye, but is missing her right leg up to the shin. Everything checks out here. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that sounds right. Guard. Guard in this this situation is going to be interesting because he doesn't have a wealth to pull from here. So I'm very curious as to what Guard is considering in this moment. One, this connection is made that like this is a place where things don't die they sort of stop existing guards first and main thought is i can't let any of these people die here because then they will stop existing i think that you meditate on that fact for a moment and the cleaver of the mortal coil creaks in ascent as she can where she can demoiselle is watching And in this place, it is as if you all have been put upon a blank canvas of the world. There is nothing to interfere with her eye on you. And so you get what might be the clearest response from her in regard to one of your questions or intuitions. And she seems to agree. Harissa? I think she would try and think of and make sure she still has some good memories left uh she would be thinking of granny rosa and when she first got spinks and not the silhouette of the man in front of the sun she wants to think of the good things and trying to make sure they're still there and i think Spinks will be jumping down off of Guard's shoulder and coming up behind her. And I think she's just going to absentmindedly sort of hug him in a way she would have hugged soft Mr. Spinks, just while she's kind of like thinking of those memories. Everything sits as we've seen it for Harissa. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to push through to a deeper thought if you want. I'll push. A little fleeting glimpse of a memory where a Harissa not more than five years old remembers patterns on the wall of old imperial ruins that look just like her doll. I think especially because that's what we were out there looking for. I think she, she, that would be the next step of like making sure she still knows where she's going. You remember where the ruins were? But that memory has the hazy edge of a dreamlike state as you push through. Mr. Spinks wasn't there. There wasn't anything in particular depicting Mr. Spinks. You're not sure why you remember it in that way. That day your mother took you to a, a cave, an outcropping in the rock, taught you how to survive in the desert on your own. It was a normal lesson. And the ruins. Dang it! Are gone. Oh fuck. Oh fuck. Damn it, Patrick. No! <laughs> fuck! 
This oh, where is... are we? Where are we going again? You yeah. do remember the location, right? Like you specifically remember a cave that was right. very close to the ruins that would have been where you would have camped with your mother that night. That's still there. Nothing's happened to that. Okay, so in my mind, I'm kind of heading in that direction. I think that's where we're going. You vaguely remember having, a, I mean, you you clearly remember having a conversation with June about needing to go to that cavern, about her okay. dream having taken okay. place in that cavern. Your memories rewrite themselves to accommodate this lack of existence. Okay. June. Scared to say anything to you <laughs> right now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Just be a character with tunnel vision forward, like me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't have uh, loved ones. There is no past. She... What Wolverines? <laughs> <laughs> we still cry about that. Uh, her memory, her mind immediately goes to her family and her mother. We flashback. Fuck. <laughs> June, you are walking through the woods with your mother. And she has in her right hand your bow staff tucked under her arm, leaning against it. All right, Juniper. Let me hear what you remember. What do you do if you find yourself alone in the woods at night? I run up a tree. I get real high. Very good. Very good. And I wait. And what happens if things don't seem like they are supposed to be? What do you do if your mind starts playing tricks on you in the dark, darling? quiet it in I go to a quiet place and try to see what is actually there I want you to do that for me now Juniper can you do that okay go ahead and roll me an insight check with advantage the highest one is a 19 you see her take her weight off of the bow staff and set her right leg down drop to one knee put her hand on your face you know what is real the world is a tricky place but you know how to see what's actually there And then, before you can respond, her right leg calcifies, cracks, and collapses into dust, and she sinks slightly. Oh, damn it. Mama? Yeah, baby. I'm all right. Mama's fine. Leans against the bow staff and holds herself back up. It, it's real. It's 
This is real. You know what's real, baby. June will put her hand up to put her hand over her mom's hand on her face. And we return to the desert. Could I have a wisdom saving throw from guard? Oh, I love when you make me roll saving throws. Did get a 10, which means that I either failed or succeeded at something. It definitely, <laughs> it definitely does mean this. Uh, guard, every single one of your joints effectively rusts over. You are incapable of moving and are paralyzed. Can I talk or no? Uh, I don't believe you can talk when you're paralyzed. But he doesn't have a mouth. Fuck off. So, <laughs> technically, his voice would just emanate like bumpy. Can't move no, or speak is part of the paralyzed condition. Uh, so, no, I'm not. I'm Great, um, actually, it. Pat. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, <laughs> so, you, so no one notices that it's guard no. continues to stand perfectly still. <laughs> I mean, it's what guard does. <laughs> Can I get a group perception check, please? I mean, to be fair, he did look like he was having so much fun with that uh, bathhouse that, castle. Yeah, that little sand, sand castle. Uh, Can I get a group perception check? And I'm going to give advantage to Harissa from Rami. Oh, thank God. Good thing I had advantage because my second roll was 24. A five. <laughs> I got a six. Uh, that is collectively a failure. You do not see until the last possible second elephants on the distant horizon. And atop one of them, a man in blood red vestments. This moment. His fist clenched in a knot of blood red they are closing in fast. We are going to treat this as a skill challenge. I want to know how you all are packing up and get the fuck out of here. You need two successes before you get two more failures. I don't think we've unloaded much. I think it's just a case of getting up off of the ground and leaving. Not all of you have mounts, so you're going to have to get a little clever here. Half of you are on foot and guard can't move. I don't think they know that I'm paralyzed. Yeah, we don't. Not yet. <laughs> We're all just going to so... start running. <laughs> I So what I'm going to do um, uh-huh. is Safra is going to uh, cast Cordon of Arrows. So if they cross the line, they basically get kaboomed. So Cordon of Arrows is you plant four pieces of non-magical ammunition, arrows or crossbow bolts into the ground and lay magic upon them to protect an area. They do piercing damage if anyone is to cross the line. So what I want to do... <laughs> I think with Harissa, it genuinely, I think she's going to... Uh, this is going to be flavoured as using some of those bombs. She still has like a little bit of that gunpowder laying around. So uh, she's going to basically yes. lace these uh, arrows with some gunpowder and a little bit of trickery. So if anyone is to go too near them, they're going to basically be like landmines. I'm going to make this a survival check at advantage for burning the resource. You're trying to slow them down. You're spending the spell. You're definitely getting advantage off that. I'm going to say this is a DC 15. 18. Thank God. I got nine. Incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. All right. That's one success. We need one more. Uh, Sphinx is going to head up to his mount, which is guard, (laughs) because she's been riding him this whole time. Um... (laughs) (laughs) All right, guard, let's go. He's going to jump on uh, guard's shoulder and get his parasol out. 
Um, <laughs> you know, just so he's shaded. <laughs> Fucking parasol. God, come on. Of course. Yes. Come on. That's it. Come on, go, go. And he's going to kind of like dig in his heels like spurs. Savra! God isn't moving. Come, God. And that's going to be his turn. I want to use CJ and possibly Thunder Smite to um, have the sand blow in a, in a, a mini, like, distractive storm of sorts. Go ahead and give me a, an athletics check. Um, I think I am going to ask you to make that flat, though. I don't think I'm going to give you advantage for the... Um... Uh, for the for the spell, uh, but I will say that this is going to be a DC 17 to whip up a big enough storm to obscure your party here. Mm, okay, I've been rolling great so far. All session, it's been great. So. You're eventually going to get to something. Ah, uh, it's 15. No way to juice it. Can I? Uh, no. Support Anybody? in any way? No. Can, can, CJ's helping. <laughs> Nope, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. CJ can't give the help action. All right, that's our first failure. Can I take a look at Rami? What is she doing? Uh, you know what? Actually, actually, if we want to retcon that, Rami is not, I'm not going to like have Rami do a specific thing. So if you want Rami, you said you wanted to get the bird in on this. You want Rami to like help. Um, yeah. We could retcon that in to give advantage on that. So why don't we retcon in that she can give advantage? So I think uh, if you're getting the bird involved, Rami is kind of whipping up some sand as well. Go ahead and roll uh, that athletics check. Come uh, again. on, chocobo, do your stuff. 19. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. In a whirlwind yeah. eerily reminiscent to the one that Porky whipped up at the end of our first arc, the sand whips around all of you, and Isaac and Rami point off in a direction. We have a chase sequence to play out because you all are going to be pursued. Well, guard can't be pursued currently. Uh, oh, right. That's right. Guard is still oh, yeah. paralyzed. He's still, still stuck. Well, cause, that's um, why I was chuckling. Yeah, you start you start running away and guard doesn't move. <laughs> Bye, guard. Uh, you still need to deal with that. Oh, I have a thing. I have a spell slot I can use. I have a spell I can use. What's your, what's your spell idea? Ah, uh, bless. It gives him uh, a d4 on saving throws. Guys, I think he needs some oil. He's not moving. Oh, there's sand everywhere now. Oh, shit. What? Oh, oh, oh. Guard's God. stuck. Wake up, buddy. And I'm going to cast Bless on um, Guard. All right, Guard, go ahead and give me that saving throw again, please. It's a wisdom saving throw, and you are blessed. That's pretty good. That's uh, 22. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Guard, you... <clears throat> <clears throat> Carefree of this magical spell Whoa, and feel now. yourself yeah. kind of jolt back to life. Ooh. We should go. Yes. Hi ho, Silva, away! And you all begin to book it. <laughs> Alright, uh, we are going to begin a long haul chase scene. And I've got a little bit of uh, a rule set for this. Right now, the gap between you and your pursuers uh, is at, it was at zero. For the coordinate arrows, I'm gonna bring it up to one. Uh, basically every day, we're going to roll a group survival check 
contest it against their group survival check. And it's going to play very similarly to our uh, to our wrestling contest. You said every day. Did you say that with intention? I did. Uh, they're pursuing for a while. Uh, And there are going to be some consequences for losing, and uh, there are going to be some ways that you guys could juice a potential loss into a victory as to whether or not they close in on you. If that gap reaches zero, you are going to be descended upon uh, by enemies that just totally took guard out of the fight from range. Of course. Hi, friends. It's Patrick. Your GM, your best man at your forthcoming wedding... And oftentimes, people stop me in the streets and they say, Patrick Perini, how do I support the show? My need to support the show has been keeping me up nights, driving me to amble in the streets like a husk in the aftermath of a great plague, desperate for either answers or the sweet release of death. Please, cleanse my soul with your wisdom. And you know what I say to them? Shh, don't fret, my child. It will all be over soon. Because there are so many ways you can support the show. If you're the type who likes secret bonus content, head over to our Patreon and grab all three episodes of our horror bonus arc, Blight at the Museum, and the first episode out now of our folktale bonus arc, Old Folks Tome. Each bonus arc gets three episodes, has an extra special guest, and is available at the lowest tier. If you're a revolutionary who, you know, rejects the notion of currency, maybe check out our YouTube. We've got all kinds of fun stuff going on there, like live streams with the cast and random encounters, an interview series where Emily Graymore and T.W. Clausen interview creators and their creations. It's all animated by Emily and absolutely gorgeous and a ton of fun. And, you know, if that's all too rich for your blood, please consider leaving a review on the podcast platform of your choice and telling a friend about all the fun times that we've had together. Growing a podcast is a Sisyphean struggle, and only you can help us finally get that boulder to the top of the hill. But no matter which of these dialogue options you choose, thank you so much for listening to the show. We feed on your love in a very tangible, eldritch way, and we'll starve without it. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Bye! Do we have a cart, or are we just us? You're just hoofing it, ma'am. You had to get out of town fast. Uh, that's why this situation is not not great. Plus, carts in sand? Yikes. Yeah, I could make a sled. That's true. That would be, be dope. Ooh, God, like that's a, a great idea. Do we have, Once we stop running. Do we, <laughs> do we have any, like, tarp or canvas? Yes! Sure. We can make a sand ship. I don't see why not. Lots of sand <gasps> ship. Make some sailors. I have a bedroll. Would that work? We, could we put all our bedrolls together? Cloaks. With the sewing kit that Cinder has, like with that God has. <laughs> no, I don't, have, I don't have my sewing kit anymore. Oh, God, what happened to your sewing kit? I gave it to someone. Damn it. When we needed it most. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my friends. <laughs> We're going to treat this as the first day of our chase. All right. I need everyone to get ready to make a survival check. Okay. Uh, the DC here is going to be a seven. Okay. All right. I rolled that's, very low. I'm sweating. Bad. I'm fucking sweating. We need two of you to break a seven on the survival check in order to win. Well, I'll definitely get a seven. I can't roll anything worse than a nine, so. 16 for me. Okay. I rolled a 14. Nice. Yay! 14 on the die. No, it's literally plus, 14. Plus, plus zero. Cool. Uh, what about you? Uh, that's a seven. Okay. Well, hey, seven times at least. Uh, what is what is guard get here? A 10. 
uh, the collective result of that group check was a 14. Uh, so I need to make con save here. Okay, they succeed. All right, uh, you all manage to actually pull ahead today. I would like to know collectively how you do this. Oh, me, me. Uh, so... I'm raising my hand in camera. Um, I, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, I think Safra is going to, as we're kind of like moving through the sands, um, actually say that it's better to go around the dunes than up and over. So even though you think a straight line is quicker, it's so much harder work getting over the dunes than it is to go around them. So I think she's going to kind of, we're going to weave through the dunes instead of like climbing up and over and stuff. Fantastic. Uh, and these elephants are probably a little too big to actually make that work. And so over the course of the day, you see them disappear into a point on the horizon and you pull ahead. Yeah. Presumably, you are still headed toward the cavern from Harissa's memories. Is that where you all are, are going? Yeah, I think Safra probably hasn't, like, because in her head they discussed before we're heading that way. So she right. hasn't thought to change, like, talk about it again, if yeah. you know what I mean. She hasn't been yeah. like, oh, yeah, it's a cavern, not a, not a ruin. Right. You know the ruins I mean? never were a thing. Right, yeah. right. As you all find yourselves in the shadow of a particularly tall dune in this endless sea of crystalline sand, you settle down for the night. And Rami stokes a fire. There is something I wanted to do before we went to bed. Yeah. I would like to take an ob. I'm going to take a dagger from someone. I don't have a dagger, so I'm just going to... I'm gonna take it. My dagger. Where'd it go? I'm gonna I have take, a spare. <laughs> I'm gonna borrow a dagger from Harissa. Okay. And as we sit down to do the campfire, I am going to sta- I'm going to stick it into the sand up until the hilt, and just leave it. And in the morning, I'm going to pull it out, and I want to see if any of it has like turned into sand or if it's uh, still a whole dagger. Uh, okay. Okay. You owe me a new dagger, just to let you know. I don't if know if this I do or not. All right. Uh, you <laughs> shove the dagger into the ground. Guard, you wake up the next morning, and the dagger is fine. Okay. Thank you, Harissa. Give it back to her. Thank you. <clears throat> um, I also, uh, I like your, uh, your face. What? I just... Oh God, she's flirting again. <laughs> she's... <laughs> uh, in the early hours of the morning, as the sun rises, um, you start to see on Guard's face a very crudely drawn chalk smiley face um, that has appeared overnight. Amazing. <laughs> His face is literally made of slate right now, so it's perfect for chalk. <laughs> Oh, that is very, very charming. I'm so glad you are so happy this morning, God. <clears throat> and just dusting chalk off his hands. <clears throat> anyway, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. 
Guard looks at Harissa and Spinks confused and then sort of like settles into the compliment and it just accepts it. That's king shit. <laughs> Dumbest <laughs> night that we've ever had on this show. No, it was yet. perfect. Yet, Patrick. Yet, yet, yet. We have lot, many the miles desert, to go before we consuming sleep. consuming us. Exactly that. That's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> All right. Uh, I need another group survival check. Uh, you are looking for a DC. Ooh, that's a little tougher this time. I believe it's 14. Oh, shit. I failed. You failed? Yeah. I also failed. I, I rolled a two. Well, I did pretty good. I got a 14. We have a 14 on the board, so it's all down to, it's all down to Isaac. What do you get? That's a 15. Yo! <laughs> boys, Yo! boys, 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 boys. Shit. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, even with my plus nine, because I rolled a two, I was like, ah, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> plus, nine? plus nine? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's why I started Incredible. sweating. I'm like, if you fail. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. You all spend the day getting ahead. I think that night, Isaac will ask Safra, like, um. Oh, Seeing as how we have a tail right now, do you think it wise to head into a, a cavernous area with, do you know of any exits or routes we could take to get out or anybody nearby that would assist us? From, from <laughs> memory, <laughs> memory, is it DM sort of like quite a, like a, once you're in the cave, it's sort of like a, a series of tunnels and caverns and things, or is it just like a one big hole? Is it like a cave system or just a cave? You think it's a cave system. You do not have the most familiarity with it, but basically what, you're, what we're talking about here is we're talking about the Eastern Hills, right? So there, in all likelihood, are plenty of caves beneath Evening's Dawn and up through the north, uh, and this outcropping this cavern that you spent the night in that you remember uh, would have been in those foothills. So it's entirely possible that there's a connecting a cavern system, but it's not one that you would be extremely versed in. Can I eavesdrop on their conversation? You know, I could, uh, she kind of plays with her earring a little bit. Um, I could, I could, um, I could use my mother's earrings and ask if there's a, a, a second exit. I mean, should we do it? I, it definitely won't hurt. I mean, if we know it's a bad idea, then we think of something else. Mm. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, June takes her earrings out. She kind of jiggles them in her palm really quick and then she tosses them up and then holds her hand flat. June. You catch these earrings one at a time. And for the first time in your memory of your use of these, it lands. Wheel. That's, that's good. This is good. And we see you all make a, an unforeseen move in the eyes of your pursuers by mounting up and heading due east to the foothills of the eastern hills. And you make your way kind of into a little valley between some of the foothills, small space, probably wide enough for an elephant, but maybe single file. 
something a little bit more defensible than the endless rolling dunes. And you come to a camp. Someone is already here. You see smoke rising up from a fire, kind of up and around a ridge. They have the high ground. You don't, but they don't seem to have seen you. What do you do? Uh, Saffir, I have a question. You are more fond of nature. And so (laughs) is there a way we can kind of make this uh, crevasse that we're heading into more of a difficult route for the folks chasing us? Maybe a, a, a rock slide. Oh no, out of nowhere. How could this have happened? I think there is definitely potential to set some traps or make things more difficult. Obstacles. Before we make too much noise though, I would like to see whether it is friend or foe making that smoke over there. Right. I agree. Yeah. How cautiously are you all proceeding? I'd probably want to be pretty cautious. Yeah, I I would like to stealth up. I'd like to climb up, ideally climb up a direction that seems like a direction somebody wouldn't be able to climb up. Like if there's a, a cliff to scale, I would like to scale that cliff just to like peek over the cliff and see if I see anything on the top yeah, okay. of the ridge. Guard, can I, can I go with you? Yes. Yeah, I'm happy to watch the rear, see over the horizon if I can, with okay. what my elf eyes see. Um, right. Except you're not way. an elf. Exactly cool. that. Uh, <laughs> great. Uh, guard and June, go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Uh, I'll go ahead and say, June, you can give guard advantage on this. We'll, we'll treat this as a single with help. Uh, that was the, with, with June's help, that yes. was a natural 20. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Guard, you meld into this stone. June, you kind of tuck yourself behind his shoulder and you scale just the side of this ledge, getting up to this little encampment. And you you do that thing where you poke your head up and then June pokes her head up and then probably Sphinx pokes his head up. You just see the little scribbles of the top of the smiley face that Sphinx grew. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. Like crazy googly eyes peeking over the full, full three stooges. Full what, three I stooges. hundred percent. Sphinx has now drawn, drawn one cocked eyebrow. Right, right, like, right. <laughs> and the three of you see Scrumpy. Scrumpy? What the fuck? How do you beat us out here? And he is laying back on a bedroll. He has a large crate kind of next to him that you see has two straps that look like rucksack straps attached to it. And he has like one of those old timey moonshine jugs that he's just like (laughs) tilting back. The three X's. Quietly just like. What do you do? I yell, Scrumpy! And he drops the moonshine jug, it shatters against the ground, and just. Oh, all right. Hello. Guard, is it? Is it what? What are you doing here? What's happening? Ask Grumpy. June. Are they with you? What's going on? I need to know right now. Are you being pursued? Yes. 
Duh. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Uh, and he starts whipping around this campsite, like, rolling the bedroll up and, like, attaching it to this crate and, like, sealing the crate and starting to put his shit back together. Uh, should I go back? I could go back and get the others. I, how many of the... How many of the... Oh, there. This is... Uh, and he, like, kind of half fades against the crate a little bit. What in the hell is going on? Well, we're being pursued by folks on elephants. And you led them straight to me? Yes. <laughs> Guard. It wasn't on purpose, but it is what we did. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here right the fuck now. All right. Come on, Scrappy. Come on. You can, you can do this. All right. And he leans down and he takes this crate that you see kind of now in relief of the of the fire is... is pretty big right and he like struggles to lift it he's like why don't you come with us we gotta get out of here right now oh wait hold on a second and he falls onto his face and pick him up the crate as he falls the crate kind of opens up it looks like it's been opened and closed several times it kind of opens up and you see dozens of little glass vials can i scatter across the ground i was gonna say can i try to use my reaction to like catch him or 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 yeah, start to Good, make, make less athletics damage check. athletics check it's a 23 yeah you he 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 like hits the ground but you like get your hand in under the the crate a little bit you kind of like lift him back up and you see the crate kind of opens and a vial or two rolls over his shoulder you kind of keep it all in uh all contained all the glass kind of jangles through yeah head. a scrumpy is passed out what <laughs> is this i think it's isn't this what he uses in scraps barilla Res- resin or something isn't this doesn't look like resin you've ever seen it is way too thin i'm gonna stick my head over the side of the cliff it's scrumpy a uh, guard when you poke your head out over the this side of the ledge to where harissa and 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 isaac and rami are waiting you hear <laughs> echoing throughout the cavern you have tripped scrumpy's alarm spell <laughs> I love how the alarm is just his voice. <laughs> and it's drunk. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Well, they know where we are now. Do you want to come up here or should we bring him down? Is he drunk? Yes. <laughs> I got something for that. He's passed out. Not for long. <laughs> Rami, laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we laughing, guys? I don't understand. <laughs> just, just go with it, damn it. All right, all right. I'm, I, can, I can play a bit of part. It's oh, fine. Okay, we should probably get up there. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Let me climb up the. Let me climb up this cavern wall with my one arm. You have two arms now. We bought you a new one. Can this thing climb? <laughs> we bought you a new one. All right, let's try it out. Why not? Okay, I I would like to see if Safra can try and find the source of this annoying alarm to try and silence <laughs> this thing. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> hey, <laughs> <I'm scared. laughs> 
It's just going off. We don't like know where the snooze button alarm is. is going off at like two in the morning. You're like, fuck. Uh, you, you, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and give this to you. You guys get up there. You spend a few seconds. I mean, the spell only lasts for 10 seconds anyway. So you spend a few seconds and like <laughs> find like a rock on the ground by guard where guard had tipped his head over. It, it is the source of the sound. You huck it off into the distance and it silences as it whips through the air. It's got a little red yeah, light on yeah. it. <laughs> Uh, Rami, you want to see something funny? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, Isaac, why not? Uh, he hoists Scrumpy up from his sleep, winds back, <laughs> and just <laughs> pop, and it's a crack that you can hear through the cavern how loud it is. Uh, and he gives him five points of healing to cure him from poison. Oh, Isaac, God. June, um, what are you all doing here? What's what's happening? Ooh, look at that! It left a mark on his face. Oh, Just my God. hand. Oh, ow. um, Scrumby, how did you get here so quickly? How long have you been here? Uh, you know, I'm not really sure. Uh, I remember. I remember that there was a. Guards outside my room were they left and um something was happening in the palace, I don't really know. And uh I've had been working on this he thumps the crate. This this case is happened. Case of what? A sap. This is one of the loads from, from Rally that they've been having me work on. So why is it here and not in Agrava? I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't really trust it in the hands of the Lord Governor, let alone anybody try to kill him. Wise, honestly. I figured I'd take off. Where were you going? Uh, home. To rally? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have been able to make it that far that quickly. My mother's home. I, I was born in these hills. Interesting. Uh, as he's still holding Scrumpy. Hold on, y'all. This could be one of those mirages I've heard about. Might have to check to make sure it's real. And he's going to walk over the cliffside with Scrumpy. Isaac, what, what is this? What are you hoping to accomplish here, Isaac? Isaac. You're not, you're not bullshitting us, are you, Scrumpy? Isaac, this sap is pretty heavy in the wrong direction. Then this would be real unfortunate if I let go of you in a magical explosion of magic happens. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be too good. Isaac, what are you, what, I'm not a mirage. So why didn't you choose to tell anybody about you heading out? What was there to tell? Everybody was gone. They were holding him captive anyway. He was basically a prisoner. <sighs> the Lord Governor's not the biggest fan of mine. Why is that? Let's just say that I did not have the best relationship with his father. Okay, we can trust him. <laughs> he he's, a, he's an outsider. I um, I never really wanted it to come up, and rallies, as Isaac so often said, a place for people to find new beginnings, leave their baggage behind. I was hoping to do just that. I used to be pretty good at 
working with Sep. I used to be very good at working with runes. What are runes? Runes are magical channels. They're the, the filigree through which divine magic flows. Ain't none of you ever looked up close at a lizard? Like, like me? We do match somewhat, don't we? I saw the old empire back before discovery of Sep used to channel magic. They would foster their relationship to the gods and to nature and funnel it through the rooms. Town magic's always found in nature. If you clear your mind, think like a lizard, you can just about make it out. Can I do insight on myself? Sure. <laughs> I love that I love for you. those. That's, that's uh, my favorite. To be those honest, are my favorite insight checks. Audience, make sure that you're on insight on yourself sometimes just to check yeah, in. You know. yeah. Check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. Make sure everything's copacetic. We'd also like to thank Gooder Help. <laughs> Gooder Help? I got a 16. 16. Uh, what are you looking for, Harissa? If the, the kind of talk of runes and it looking like looking like the lizard, looking on the lizard, runic type things, triggers any kind of like... Oh, like your Ooh. tattoo. I like this. I like this. I like this because it explicitly does not. Hmm... You think kind of around it. You think kind of around it, right? You think like, oh, maybe this explains the geometric style of your tattoos and maybe the... Mm. But there's a very specific memory that we have from a previous episode that has very recently been lost. Mm. The runes of the old imperial ruins. Mm. And you try to think back to where... I mean, lizards, right? Like lizards are where magic... That conversation never happened. Scrumpy. Yeah. How can I help you, God? We, we should probably leave that. Um, I'm assuming you'll set off my alarm spell. It's probably pretty loud right about now. Sure. I'm just going to, like, pick up his back, his bag, and oh, put it on my shoulder. Be careful with that, please. That's um, very valuable. So, runes are magic. What? Sap is magic. Sap's a way of clearing the mind... It's a way of connecting to those that have come before you and inheriting their wisdom. Does Sap do things to runes? Sap can give you the clarity you need to process runes, boy. To read them? And to manipulate them. You can write them if you know what you're doing. It's a lot harder now. What with there'd be very few gods left in the world, eh? Should we use some of this sap to make a trap? I like your thinking. I could, could work. I mean, I did. That's how I got the alarm spell. Well, it also makes sense. You know, you want this sap to not be used in the wrong hands. We're not the right hands, but we're not as bad as the wrong no, hands. No, listen, I'm not going to start not trusting the four of you. Just please don't tackle me over the fucking cliff again. Oh, come on. We've done dumbest stuff down at Rally. Remember that one time right. we got drunk and then we was over at the pond and I was like, there's no way we can drown in a pond. And then like 10 minutes later, I had to give you CPR because you got your head stuck. Oh, you know what? I remember that. I remember that. I remember KTA dragging me back to town. Yeah, that was, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, was a lot, lot of water in my lungs. Dale was pissed. He was like, oh, <laughs> Dale was God. always pissed. Yeah, no sense of humor that one. Nothing. Thank you. Thank you. I've been saying that for years, but nobody wants to listen. You know, 
<laughs> I feel bad. Gentlemen, we, uh, hmm? should we maybe start the... What if we make it fall on something? I, it's, it's just down to, to luck. Sap's got to interact with something. It's got to interact with will or bond or the divine. I, out there in the desert, nothing would happen at all because it hit that glass and evaporate. Um, excuse me, Mr. Scrumpy, sir. What would happen if I drank some? He looks so perplexed and confused and concerned, and for the first time any of you have ever seen, intellectually intrigued. <laughs> um, Isaac's eyes light up, and then he leans over to guard and draws eyebrows arching like his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I honestly don't know. I don't know what would happen if you were to drink it. I don't know what would happen if God was to put it on himself. <laughs> Dash ah. it on like a cologne. You know. Oh, God, you want to be shy? Should we try? <laughs> You're all certainly welcome to. Um, what if we all, can we all try a vial just to see what we're each kind of capable of? I'm not one to just put random concoctions into my system. That's a huge ass lie. No, no, I know that alcohol is bad for me. That's the difference. And I only consume it when I'm in a horrible negative space in my life. Consistency is the key. Self-medicate. That's what I always say. There you go. There you go. Use those big words. It'll distract Manage the pain. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want to take a vial. It's annoying because I want Spinx to drink a vial and I want to see what fucking happens with that. I don't know if Safra would allow that to happen, so I'm just weighing no, this up in my head. She doesn't fucking need to. Spinks can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, Spinx will definitely sneak that shit. You acting like... While Safra's <laughs> yeah. looking worried, Guard's going to pick up two vials and sort of like put one behind him a little bit and sort of like elbow towards Spinx. June and Spinx are going to drink them? And I'm going to I'm gonna pour one on my head. Uh, could I get con saves from June, Spinx, and Guard? Mine's a 13. A 15 from Spinx. 16 for me. Uh, June, could you please roll me a D100? Yeah. <laughs> Fireball on oneself. Go. Fireball on oneself. Oh, Fireball on oneself. That is 60. June, you feel a surge of arcane energy as you regain your lowest level spell slot. I don't feel shit. <laughs> oh, you, you built up an immunity already? <laughs> Guard, I will allow you one casting of a spell that you have cast before. You can hold that for, we'll say, a day. Mr. Sphinx, all of a sudden, is alone. What? Hello? And he is standing on the furthest outstretched branch of a gnarled and ancient olive tree. On a rocky outcropping overlooking a sea of sand. Zephyrus gonna be so mad. And all of a sudden, a little light flashes in front of his face. Firefly-esque dancing in little figure eights and it whips around to the backside of his head. What does he do? I think he's gonna flip around and try and follow the light. He whips around on this olive branch and the light 
zips down its trunk, spiraling around like a serpent, skittering across rock and sand to the mouth of a nearby cave. And in a moment of perfect clarity, he sees a red line follow this cavern system straight to the mouth of the cave of Harissa's memories. Harissa will have advantage on survival checks for the rest of this encounter. Thank God you might not die. I, I want everyone to know that in real life, like, Spink's eyes have completely dilated. <laughs> Isaac starts rubbing his hands together. Hold on, I know just what to do with this. And then <laughs> Spinks comes back. What? Hey. What? What are you about to slap me? No, no. <laughs> Yeah, Miss, Mr. Speaks, did you see the did you see the the path? You saw the line. Yeah. How did you? I think that's how I got here. Wait, what? Saw what light? A line, not light. Um, it's hard to explain. It's a it's an instinct thing. Uh, you gotta think like a lizard. It's hard to explain. Yeah, just think like me. It's fine. Rami, I feel like we've been leaving you out. To I have no idea what's happening here, Isaac. I'm just along uh, maybe, for the maybe ride. Maybe we should stop back. Maybe you want to talk about How the backstory. How much do you think this, uh, these vile you know. self are in, uh, in, in, in Atayer? Let's, let's, let's ignore that. Let's talk about you. What about your parental life? Your mother, is she around? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? You know what? Both of my parents uh, uh, unfortunately left me with, a, with, a, with an inability to ignore the debt you owe me. Uh, it's a congenital <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, uh, all right, Mr. Spinks, lead us, lead us on our way since okay. we can't have any fun around here. <laughs> this way, you know, like a tour guide with an umbrella up in the air, like, follow me. Spinks leads you to the mouth of a cave, uh, and you all take another long rest. Guard is going to wait till it gets a little bit quiet and until the, uh, you know, we're all sort of resting up, but not quite asleep yet. If I have one casting of a spell for the next 24 hours, I want to cast it tonight. Would each of you like to ask the Emperor something? What gods gave them the most difficulty in slaying? Why were they so afraid of the Tanin? Why do they think they killed all the gods? Guard, what is what does this look like? Guard is going to sit listening to what everyone said, and he's going to sort of just like settle into the sand, and as he does, his armor is gonna kind of go a little slack, almost as if imagine that the inside of the armor is held held together with like these sort of ethereal tendrils all sort of holding it tight. They all kind of just loosen. And for a moment, Guard's head stays affixed in the same place, but the rest of the armor almost becomes like a pile of ceramic armor, more than a humanoid creature shape. And Guard is going to attempt to cast Contact Other Plane and reach out to the Emperor because he cast that spell once before in the, uh, in the bathhouse. This is a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. So I have a minus one to this. I want to be extremely clear here. If this goes poorly for you. I'll be crazy. And you go crazy for the night. That is going to have repercussions beyond strictly what is written on this page. Oh. Listen, 
Listen, I'm bu I bought the <laughs> ticket. I'm taking the ride. Let's go. Let's go. I also have inspiration. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if I need it yet. I, I'm going to ask my team. I rolled a 13. Should I use the inspiration to see? Well, it's a 15. Oh, it's a 15. It is. Yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. it is. Okay, yeah, so I definitely have to use the inspiration. <laughs> I, I forgot. Say, I, I forgot. Like, yeah. I knew what the saving throw was. Guard enters into a space where he tries very faintly to remember what that felt like when he m pushed past like the bounds of reality in that weird bathhouse space. But this is not that space. And Guard was so much more connected to like primal magic in the afterlife and in this space he is just not what'd you roll i rolled a 13 guard you find yourself in a space when you connected to your primal magic the magic of the world the magic of the gods it was a fluid organic thing Sap isn't organic. It is harsh. It is astringent. It is angular in a way that makes you dizzy and nauseous. And so when you step into this space, your legs are on backwards. You are missing vision from one half of your mind. You cannot move without feeling inverted. And you stumble into this completely empty room. And I need you to make a deck saving throw, please. Natural one. A fossa, which is a long <laughs> cat-like weasel, <sighs> bounds out of nowhere and tackles you to the ground. And from across this non-existent space, you hear, Mia, that's not nice. Come on back, girl. Come on. And the fossa jaws at your throat, goes and pulls back and scampers away. And you crane your head and through one aurad eye, you see the fractured form of the Empressar. So that's where you are. Fuck. And guard you fall unconscious. Jim, I would like you to make me an insight check, please. Right. Uh, that was a five. June misses tendrils of bond rooted in the earth in mesh guards' legs and <laughs> erupt into the sky above him, totally unseen as he casts this spell. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. It was worth it. <laughs> and none of you notice... <laughs> Because only June could have possibly seen this, and June, you don't notice because you are distracted. And you are distracted by the earthquake. I think Isaac would just shield above head, like guiding folks 
uh, into a safer part of said cave system. And quietly says his goodbyes to CJ as he's probably too big to go down here. You all manage to get through the worst of this earthquake and in the aftermath you see that the mouth of the cave has actually sunk in a few feet, maybe one or two feet, so there's now a little lip that you have to step up over to get to the outside. Did that have anything to do with Gard's whole thing that he was just doing? I don't really know with the magic stuff. I'm not really sure what's going on. No, we would have seen it. Our eyes are uh, maintaining <laughs> magical essences. All right, we can right, detect right. stuff like that. Sure, know? sure, 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 sure. <laughs> if you say so, Isaac. I'm going to fucking die out here with you, aren't I? Nah, I'm immortal, so I can't die. So you'll just die alone. You wanted answers to these questions I'm giving them to you. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Can we please try to get the decent night's fucking sleep? I'd like to keep moving in the morning if we're going to do this cockamamie cave plan. This is like a regular Wednesday for us. This is this is nothing new I whatsoever. I genuinely? What the fuck, man? That's not like a normal Wednesday. Listen, you signed up to try to assassinate us and take things from us. Well, now you're on the journey, so enjoy it. <sighs> Alright, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't get anything out of that job. In fact, I got arrested and was probably going to be killed. But hey, I am alive. I have my collateral. I know that I am going to get paid back by you at some point. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's going to be fine. See, be more like Scrumpy. And you just see Scrumpy like laid out in the most awkward (laughs) position. That is a man at peace with his decisions in life. Listen, God will wake up in the morning and everything will be fine. And then we'll go find these runes. Saffir will save the day. We'll defeat a god and, you know, save the world. Everything's going to go according to plan. Aha, I like that phrase. And with that, we draw the evening to a close. All right. Uh, the next morning, guard is the first one awake. Uh, uh, just a quick six hours later with absolutely no recollection of any of that ever happening. Uh, June can kind of perceive bonds between her people. Absolutely. Do the bonds that are around my friends appear any different? Go ahead and roll me an insight check. I got a 21. The bonds between everyone in your group seem very normal. There is one pinned to the back of guard's neck going straight up. Gar, key hold still for a second. Okay. There's something like on. You're connecting to something else, like not within this cave, or maybe it is the cave. And I'm, I'm like trying, <laughs> trying to like swipe the bond away. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> Can you not with her like bond abilities? Does she learn how to like sever bonds yet? She hasn't yet. We still have Trent's diary, right? Yeah. Do you think... I don't think you ever got it open. No, I know, but... Do you think there is some clue maybe in in there on how to do... On how to do it? Also, June, I will also say that, like, you're not sure that this is new. It feels different somehow, but you can't tell why. But it's going up. Yeah, I mean, every if you focus in hard enough, everyone has omnidirectional bond. They are connected to the world in every conceivable way. This is just pronounced in a way that caught your attention. 
Hey, uh, Scrumpy. Yep, Isaac, what what do you need? Do you have, uh, Safra, do, do you have that book? Yeah, do you think, Scrumpy, could you open this? Oh, oh, open, um, sure, I don't see why not, um, it, is it ma- magically locked, is it, what's the situation? Well, I can't get it open, but if you can. Scrumpy takes it, and, uh, he says, uh, cover your ears, I suppose. Scrumpy passes a finger over the lock of this journal, and a rune illuminates. And he closes his eyes, the back of his knuckles, wraps on it, and a gong emits from this book as the lock springs open, and he casts knock. Hey, Scrumpy has knock. Nice. What, um... What is it that I just opened for you? Uh, Trent's diary, I think. Oh. Yeah, she probably knows you did it. Oh, my. What's, what's actually written in it? Can you see? What language read it, is read it? it? Read it, 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 read it. One of you, singularly one of you, can roll me an investigation check. June, I think it should be you. Nat 20. Let's go. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. Okay. Give me, um, give what me. a perfect nom, 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 nom. Let me eat it up. The first thing that you discover by flipping back in the diary to about 20 years ago is an entry that reads as furious desolated at someone referred to as the novice who apparently left the city and abdicated her role as and this is the word used here airbringer and you thumb forward a little bit not really understanding some of the day-to-day politic you catch glimpses a note lapignon possible ally no follow-up. Jazir. Strong contender. No context. And then, scattered in those pages, astonishment at the novice's return. And this one has a date five years ago. And there's a note that says that through her, a council position could be secured. You'd see a reference to the novice attempting to modify the memories of the Lord Governor. Trent is not sure if that would even be possible, let alone whether or not she succeeded. But it appears that it was either discussed or observed. And in a way that you don't even understand why you observe and retain, you catch a reference to something. Operation Blue Beetle. Whatever the fuck that could mean. Do you think Operation Blue Beetle is Beetleback and you, Isaac? He looks at himself. Shit! (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I mean, we already found the darts and the similar poison, and this just confirms. So the sisterhood has something to do with What's going on? You all keep saying sisterhood like that's something I'm supposed to understand. It's a whole bunch of crazy women who 
run everything mm. in the world. I always thought that Lord Governor was a was a little dense uh, to be running things on his own. I, I get it. I get it. You could say he didn't have a good head on his shoulders. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> Maybe too soon. It's been like two decades, guys. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. God, you're so old. You really are old. I didn't think you were quite that old. Listen, I don't know where when this conversation went to just hurting my feelings, but back to... You cut the man's head off. I feel like we get to joke about it, you know? Okay. Devourer. Taking away people's thoughts and bonds. Katerin finds a way to sever a bond from her own son. Has anybody else been feeling like bonds have been severed in some way and there could be a connection between these two maybe that could help us figure out where Katerine is in all this I don't even know if I would know if I had a bond severed now I worry about it I think like maybe just investigating the walls very carefully as we kind of go through see if there's anything on them let's go ahead and roll me a uh, the better of an investigation or arcana check. Ah, uh, 11. Your fingers trace over these cavern walls in waves and swirls that feel distantly familiar, but you can't quite tell if you're looking for it. Are these runes... Uh, they don't seem very intentional. Are they filigree of some kind? It'd be a stretch. It's not impossible, but it'd be a stretch. All right, in that case, no, we carry on. You all make it to the mouth of the cave. It is something very familiar to Harissa. In fact, Harissa, you check around the walls and find a little doodle of Mr. Spinks that you carved into the wall <laughs> as a six-year-old. That's cute. You made it. You all made it safe. Potentially followed, but you're very sure that they aren't going to be able to traverse that cave system on elephant back. And who knows whether or not they'll find you or how long it'll take for them to make their way north. After several days of traveling underground, your group emerges to daylight for the first time. If this place has anything to do with June's dream, distantly or otherwise, Katerin may be near. And I am curious as to how you all are exploring this largely empty space. Hello! Hello! <laughs> this is... where I think is the... Closest to where we need to be. Well, this is where it led me. The thing. And Spinks is going to scamper up to the mouth of the cave uh, and just look out. And Safra is going to look out the mouth of the cave as well and see what is there. You see a silhouette. One arm. One leg standing directly in the path of the rising sun. I think Safra's going to get a weird uh, double take of the silhouette of the sun 
it is shimmering in this morning heat. And I think she's going to start walking towards it and just picking up the pace and then running towards it to one, make sure it's real and two, to see who this person is out here on their own. You bound toward this woman who is doing her best to run through desert sands on one leg. And in the white, hot, scorching morning, sun reflecting off this perfect glass, you see her collapse into your arms. Her hair has started to gray at the roots. And the fringes of her missing arm are ashy and cracked as if made of clay. Was that Isaac? Isaac, yeah, uh, June, Isaac! June! I start running. It's okay, don't worry. And she's, uh, uh, I'm going to start dragging her towards the mouth of the cave. <sighs> what, what did, who, who was that? Isaac, what are you doing here? June's gonna drop to her knees. How in the world did you find me? What the fuck, Mama? We did it, friends. We finally, finally met Katarin. And it is all thanks to our amazing patrons. So please give a warm welcome to Blue Fire Draka and our latest rally defender, Michael McFarlane. Michael joins a veritable pantheon of wardens alongside Darksteel Panda, Darlene Wallace, Elderberry, GamerTubeHD, Katie Kirby, and Lord Dreamer. You all are the front lines in the battle against obliteration, and we owe you our lives. Good night, everybody!